Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast 63 for Wednesday, March 10th, 2010. The website is klezmerpodcast.com, and you can write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. On this episode of the podcast, I'm very happy to bring you my interview with The Spiel, a klezmer band based in the Los Angeles area. And I interviewed them back on November 5th, 2009, at their performance at HM 157, a quirky little venue uh, near downtown Los Angeles that's housed in an uh, old Victorian-style home. The band members of the Spiel include band leader Claire Bergen on violin, Jessica Ruiz on clarinet, sax, and vocals, Isaac Schenkler on accordion, John Graves on bass, and TJ Troy on drums and percussion. But before we get to the interview, I'm going to play a track for you. This is called Ruizco Oro, and it's by the Spiel. We'll take a listen, and then we'll have the interview.
Hi, this is Keith with Klezmer Podcast, and uh, we're live tonight in the city of Los Angeles, visiting with the Spiel, about to uh, put on a show for us in Los Angeles. So I'm visiting with Claire, Jessica, Isaac, and John, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. Wow. Great. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I guess we'll start with you. Claire. We'll start with Claire, um, leader of the group, more or less, self self appointed, self anointed. <laughs> so tell us about the spill and um, uh, how you got the band together and and what you're doing. Well, um, I've been playing classical music for most of my life, I guess, and about I don't know three or four years ago, I was introduced to Jessica by a mentor of both of ours, and um, I think we didn't actually talk after that for about two years, and then I said, let's let's start a band. Um, after meeting randomly on another gig, I think, we met, didn't talk for a long time, ran into each other at a bar mitzvah, or a bat mitzvah, I think, mm-hmm. and then after that, uh, the spiel began to form in its infant stage. Uh, had you been in, obviously in other bands before you got together with the Spiel, right? So, had some background and and everything. Definitely, yeah. Um, my f- first Yiddish music that I played was when I was about nine years old with my dad, and I started a band in college. And um, yeah, I think we've and Jessica's also played a lot of music before. And um, what's my background? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay well, g- good enough. And Isaac, uh, how'd you get uh, connected with the band? Um, I think I think I met Claire through a, a mutual friend, a, a violinist who actually no longer lives in Los Angeles, but um, who who I improvised with, and um, it came out through that. But but um, I've been I haven't been playing klezmer quite as long as 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 Claire. I I started in college when I uh, still lived in the Midwest. I uh, was going to college at um, in Michigan and. Was in a band there called Into the Freylock that also pl- that also played klezmer and that was kind of my introduction to it. Um, I'm originally a pianist and, um, and that's kind of my background as a pianist and composer, um, and just kind of fell in love with klezmer. So you took up accordion then, so you could get more klezmerized. Yeah, yeah. I basically I know pianos are hard to carry around. <laughs> that's true. No, I mean that's the, one of the great advantages of the accordion and. It's sort of a, a, a lifesaver in, um, in that way. Um, but yeah, I basically picked up the accordion because I was in Klezmer Band and was like, well, if I, I should do this right, I should play play the right instrument for the job. Great. And, and John, uh, how'd you get going with it? You're, you're the bass player. And I know there's a bunch of different uh, Klezmer bass styles between the pizzicato and the Boeing and... and uh, yeah, well, how'd you pick those up? Well, I started uh, playing bass, uh, jazz music, and classical music. And then when I was in college at UC Santa Barbara, I played in an Arabic group. And when I moved to Los Angeles, I'm from L.A., and when I moved back, I uh, was invited to join another Arabic group, and Claire was playing in that group. And she, when she put this band together, she invited me to join. And so... From playing jazz and classical music, I already was playing with the bow and, and plucking a lot. So uh, I've had to uh, to modify those techniques somewhat for klezmer, and I'm still in the process of learning how to do that. But uh, that's 
that's how I got into it. Great. So you just find everybody. <laughs> yeah, I know the right places to go. You hang out in uh, Arabic bands and, and some other stuff. Well, that's, that's really interesting. Performance for crashing. Performance yeah. for crashing. <laughs> Actually, when I met Isaac, it was about 1 a.m. I was at a party. I was about to leave, and, and, and our mutual friend said, hey, we're going to play some klezmer now. And I thought, well, I guess I can't leave now. So <laughs> that was how it all started. So... Um, Tell me about the repertoire you're you're doing. Uh, you got some kind of unique stuff you're going to be doing tonight, and and tell me about the inspiration for that, and and how you came up with uh, arranging these things. Well, we start with pretty standard traditional klezmer tunes, and then um, yeah, we all bring different backgrounds and interests to the group, so we started experimenting. So Jessica brings more of the Balkan and Roma Gypsy influence, and then. Um, I think if you want to know more about some of our more pop-influenced uh, <laughs> pieces, you might want to talk to Isaac about that. He's uh, okay. Him. All right. So Isaac's the one to talk about the pop influence on the Klezmer scene. Yeah, I you know I have a very um, sort of random or eclectic background in 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 music, everything from like concert music to to pop music, and and so I'm always trying to bring weird things into Klezmer that maybe doesn't quite fit. But I feel like it's okay to do with Klezmer because Klezmer from the beginning was sort of a, a music that um, that uh, that combined different different genres just by virtue of being in, in the middle of you know Eastern Europe and being in the middle of all these different kinds of music that were going on. So I feel like I feel it's legitimate in that way. So so well for for tonight's gig, I wrote an arrangement of of Thriller. Um, Michael Jackson's Thriller, which um, unfortunately not quite in time for Halloween, but but close. <laughs> I feel like Halloween extends through November. If Christmas extends through December, Halloween can extend through November. I feel it should. It should. It, now it does. It, uh, Halloween extends right up to Thanksgiving usually. I I think it should. If 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 it doesn't, it should. That's my feeling. Actually, I I think this little. Um dive into the pop stuff started very legitimately. It came from a bar mitzvah where the bar mitzvah boy really loved the Beatles, and the parents said, can you please do some Beatles? So we did some Beatles tunes, but with this instrumentation, you can't um, quite match the original, so we've just done a couple of klezmer covers. And from then, Isaac sort of starts playing random things at random times <laughs> and, you know 80s tunes in the middle of a little improv or and they they are starting to develop into some fun fun things so I, I think sometimes our rehearsals get really long and uh, and so the longer it gets the sillier it gets and then uh, and the shorter my attention span gets yeah and, and uh, we start throwing out ideas that you know, initially seem kind of silly or stupid, but they're actually brilliant ideas. <laughs> that's, very, that's very charitable of you. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard from several people that our version of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, which we call Lucy Mitten Diamonds, it's is the best one they've heard. So, yep. Well, that's great. So, uh, you know, you're talking about from Eastern Europe with mixing all the music. I, I was just thinking, you know, we're in Los Angeles, and you know, the center of pop meets the center of Klezmer or the the king of pop meets the king of Klezmer, sort of. Uh, you know, why not bend, blend what the local culture is here in Los Angeles, huh? I mean, that's true. It's kind of funny that 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 you um, that you mentioned it because the first Klezmer band I played in was actually led by um, a person of Latino descent in the Midwest, and so we and so it's sort of this funny 
backwards thing that, that I was introduced through Klezmer from, from someone who wasn't Jewish. Um, but I feel like that this kind of cross-cultural thing happens very naturally and very um, organically, to use a really cliche word, but but I think it's just something that, that happens really naturally with Klezmer. Um, yeah. Well, you know, we think of, you know, the 40s and, and uh, I remember Mr. Shane and the, the, the swing that that got influenced by the Klezmer. So, you know, why not have pop-influenced Klezmer? Why not? What a concept. Absolutely. Yeah. Natural progression. <laughs> and I think, you know, we, we all, at, you know, did a, who are on a degree have a background, a really solid background in playing the music. So I feel like we're coming to it really knowing the Klezmer repertoire and, like, I think... I think that makes it a little bit more legitimate that we're branching out from there. Maybe. Cool. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing that. I, I, uh, I'm trying to think. You, do you have a, any? You don't have any clip of that on the, on the web anywhere yet? Well, I'm entirely sure that's legal. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to come to our shows to hear that. Yeah. That's your incentive to come to our and, shows. And you're not going to hear it on the podcast, so mm-hmm. it's oh, not. What I've it's officially illegal to upload covers to YouTube, but if you look around YouTube, you'll notice that there's lots and lots and lots of covers. <laughs> so, and there's no legal way to do it. Um, so we could do it. And the worst thing that would happen is... Uh, um, is this going to air? Is this part going to air? Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing that could happen is they'll tell us to take it down. Or they'll ta- they won't tell us to take it down, they'll just take it down. But, uh... It'll, it'll be no longer available. Commando style, we'll secretly send out Twitter messages of where they can find our our goofy covers. Yeah. Oh, Twitter. You guys are on Twitter now, too, huh? No, but I guess we'll have to be. If we you'll, you'll have to yeah, be. Yeah, <laughs> no, you, you'll have to do it. <laughs> I'm not we'll, we'll, we'll get one, and you can dub it in later, and you can say, um, you can find us on Twitter at <laughs> the spiel, or something like that. Something, yeah. Or not. Or not. <laughs> but you can find us on the web. And on my yes, well, how can we f- find out about you, and how can we find out when you're playing at HM 157 next? Well, um, I would love to come back and play HM 157 again, and you can always find out where you're playing at our MySpace, myspace.com slash the spiel, which is S-H-P-I-L, um, and you should hear some great um, cheerleading we've done at past shows to make sure everyone knows how to spell that. <laughs> and we're also at thespiel.com. Great. And let's see, anybody else have any other sites you want to mention? We're also, we, I think we're also on Facebook as well, um, oh, if, yeah. you, if you search for us. I don't know the, the URL off the top of my head, but if you search for us on Facebook, you'll find us there too. Yeah. And we're on Reverb Nation, and we're probably somewhere else too. Cool. Okay. Uh, let's see, anything else you want to mention I haven't asked? That's always my last question. It's a pleasure to finally sit down and talk since I've, I see I met you a few years ago at Clez Canada, so yeah. way over in Montreal. So um, it's it's been fun making a lot of connections to all kinds of people through this band. There's there's been a few people from Los Angeles that get to Clez Canada, not not too many, and I usually meet most of them. <laughs> so. Uh, what? Do you want to meet our Oh, drummer? yes, yes, yes. 
<laughs> Late to the party, are we? Late to the party. <laughs> this is TJ. TJ, hi. hi. Welcome to uh, Klezmer Podcast. Thank you. Uh, we were just going around and telling ghost stories, and I uh, thought you might have... No. Um, the stories have been passed so far. <laughs> we're just talking about you the whole we're time. Just, oh, Lord. Maybe the people might be interested in uh, how you got into klezmer drumming and, and joining the group. How I got into joining the group, I was asked to join the group. I, I knew everybody here except for Isaac. Isaac was the only person that I didn't know previously. I played with Jessica a bunch in other kind of Eastern European Balkan-style bands. I played with John and Claire in Mesto, which is a Middle Eastern orchestra. And... Um, uh, they just asked me to come kind of sit in on a couple of gigs where they felt they needed some extra punch from a drummer. And it's just such a blast that, uh, you know, I kind of want to keep doing it. We won't let him go now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been ensnared. You've, you've been <laughs> sucked into the Klezmer uh, scene. Indeed. <laughs> Great. So it sounds like you're having fun with the group as well it's a blast you know and it's a very fun style of music to play it's really really high energy and so it kind of presents a lot of neat opportunities to explore the drums in some different ways that i'm particularly accustomed to so it kind of stretches me and that's a lot of fun you know is, is there any wood block involved there is no wood block but there's some good side stick which could possibly be a good substitute okay. <laughs> i think there, there are plans for wood block in the future so we have to yeah. make that happen We're gonna chip in and buy a wood block how many blocks does one actually need it sort of depends on the effect you're trying to achieve jessica all right one block is one block how about poik? Is there any poik in your future? Poik? What is that exactly? Uh, well, uh, Google it. Uh, it's like <laughs> We're always learning in Gaelic as a band. So. Uh, we'll send them to Class Canada. They'll learn all about poik. Very good. <laughs> Definitely. We'll have, like next time you can see us, they'll, they'll definitely be. They'll definitely be pork. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're looking. Next time we see the spiel, there will be pork. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a movie? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, uh, great. Well, thanks very much for uh, spending a few minutes with me on the Closer Podcast. And uh, looking forward to watching your set and have a nice time. And we'll be seeing you around town. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Hello, this is Michiel Ockeloon from Holland. I play the accordion in Stadelband Amsterdam, and you're listening to klezmerpodcast.com. Okay, I'm back. We just heard the track Twirly Mustache by The Spiel. And as you can tell, I had a great time interviewing the band, and they have a really nice sound. So I really enjoyed hearing them perform live, and I hope you enjoy listening to their tracks. So thanks once again to Claire Bergen and The Spiel for being on the podcast and providing the music for me. But before we go, I wanted to mention that if you enjoy what you hear on the Klozmer podcast, please consider supporting the show by buying your music through the Klezmer Podcast Music Delicatessen, my online web store that features music from Amazon.com. You can find a link on the homepage at klezmerpodcast.com. So that's about it for Klezmer Podcast 63. Again, the website is klezmerpodcast.com. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to be interviewed or have your music played on the podcast, you could write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. You can also find me on MySpace, Facebook, Last.fm, and now Twitter, as well as Skype, at username klezmerpodcast. And as a reminder, the music heard on Klezmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only, and is used with permission. So thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed, tell your friends, and until next time, bye for now.